Welcome to the Mindful Life Podcast. Join me, your host, Marianne Eve, mental health social worker and mindfulness educator, as I navigate living my best life with the intention to educate and raise the collective consciousness around the benefits of living a mindful life. Each week via the Mindful Life Podcast, I will bring to you a range of content, including special guests that explore mindfulness, mindset, and mental health. Are you feeling tired or are you under stress? Are you overloaded or just generally feeling overwhelmed? Well, I'm really excited to share a very special stress reduction tool that I've been using and recommending to my clients for a number of years. Calm is the number one app for meditation, relaxation and sleep. With over 21 million downloads and achieving the Apple App of the Year in 2017, Calm is so perfectly aligned with all that I do as a mental health professional and all that I teach here at the Mindful Life Podcast. It is the perfect stress relief strategy and the perfect mindfulness tool. The app has so many fantastic and easy to use features, including Daily Calm, a brand new 10 minute meditation every day, 100 plus guided meditations covering anxiety, focus, gratitude, and so much more. 80 plus sleep stories to settle the mind and relax the body. Exclusive music tracks for focus, relaxation, and sleep. Calm Masterclass featuring world-renowned mindfulness experts. My personal favorites include sleep stories, and I've recently discovered Calm Music, which I have on a continuous loop at my practice, in counseling sessions, and in classes. I also love the Calm Masterclass videos, which cover some fantastic topics, including gratitude, happiness, and mindful eating. And not to mention all the great features the app now offers for kids, including sleep stories, meditations, and lullabies. I'm so very excited to be partnering with Calm to bring you, my listeners, some amazing offers. Calm is so generously offering the Mindful Life podcast listeners a free four-week subscription to the Calm Premium app. All you need to do is head to the following link, calm.com forward slash calm health trial. That's calm.com forward slash calm health trial and just follow the prompts to enjoy your free four-week trial of calm premium you'll be feeling calm relaxed and at peace in no time the mindful life podcast acknowledges the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast was recorded We recognise their continuing connection to land, water and community and pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Hello and thanks for joining me for episode number 35 of the Mindful Life podcast. In today's episode, I share some insights from my newest program, Divine Feminine Retreat. My Women Only Retreat had its maiden voyage in October this year. Divine Feminine Spring Retreat was attended by six lovely ladies who were ripe and ready to make positive change. The weekend was predominantly educational in nature with its aim to educate, create awareness, empower and awaken 
and to assist participants to achieve inner freedom. It was an incredible weekend of learning and consciousness raising. We laughed and we cried, we bonded and we supported each other. Friendships were formed, women joining together and finding connection through shared experiences and shared vulnerabilities. I feel so fortunate to be on this journey, a journey where I get to connect with and to educate people who are ready to awaken and to change. I'm so grateful to be given such incredible opportunities like this to help others and continue to raise the collective consciousness. So today I thought I would talk about a little idea that I literally woke up with back in July of this year. I was away uh, at the beach house, uh, it was the school holidays and I woke up with an idea to run a women's only retreat. Now I've worked with women for many years, I've had my private practice here in Doreen for almost nine years and as a female mental health worker it stands to reason that I attract a lot of women going through struggles, transitions, um, they may be a bit stuck, um, maybe needing a bit of direction, so they often present to me for guidance. I love this work, I'm very passionate uh, about working with women helping to empower them to get back on track and become unstuck and make positive changes. So when I thought up the idea for the retreat, I didn't know what it would look like, but I knew it would build on a lot of the work that I've done with women and that I would use those experiences, those things I've learnt um, in working with those wonderful women to build a course, uh, to build a weekend. And of course, uh, as a mindfulness uh, educator or practitioner, the course was going to have lots of mindfulness underpinnings. So over the next few months, anytime I had a thought or felt inspired or came across something um, that I felt would uh, be helpful in writing the course content for the Divine Feminine Retreat, uh, I just wrote it down. So after a few months, I had quite a comprehensive list of um, thoughts and ideas and the Divine Feminine course was uh, created. So I come up with 15 lessons and I'll go over them in just a moment. But first I'll talk about the course outline. So the weekend itself is uh, two full days. So participants arrive Friday afternoon um, and spend the entire week together with um, six or seven other women um, and we engage in quite a bit of education. So the aim of the Divine Feminine coursework, I'm just reading this straight from uh, the course outline, is predominantly to educate and create awareness. There'll be a lot of learning this weekend, in fact 13 to 15 hours of learning. I have a special interest in Buddhism and this informs my work and in particular all the courses I develop and deliver. This course, the Divine Feminine, has a strong mindfulness focus and a strong focus on acceptance and letting go. My hope is that this weekend will first and foremost raise your level of consciousness. My ultimate goal in providing education is always to raise the collective consciousness and in turn promote and prompt positive change. Via this retreat experience this weekend, I will work with you to make the unconscious conscious, to empower and to awaken. I hope to create space for you to step back and look at where you are at 
and perhaps see that there are new and different ways of seeing, thinking and being. I want to motivate and inspire you to be the best version of yourself, to let go of old conditioning and what I like to call old agreements, to begin to treat yourself with kindness and with compassion and to move into and embrace acceptance and begin living your life fully in the now. So a prerequisite of attending my retreat uh, is a strong desire and commitment to embrace change. So participants have to be ready to make some positive changes. They have to be ready to uh, open their minds up and accept new ways of thinking, being and doing. So that's essential. So 15 lessons that we cover over the weekend. So it is pretty intense. Um, they are spread over an entire weekend uh, are as follows. So uh, Friday evening, we talked about the victim, the judge and the learner. So I asked participants to have a bit of a think about which hat they wear. And this idea that uh, we can often be the victim uh, where we kind of feel like the world is against us. The judge, where we are very critical of ourselves. It's that inner critic. Or the learner. And obviously the learner is someone who sees growth in every situation. So many of us kind of drift between the victim and the judge, but moving towards the learner uh, is, I guess, the most helpful um, in assisting us to move forward and it's the most compassionate approach. You know, I said to participants, the victim and the judge are not soldiers of self-compassion. So learning to let go of that victim and that judge mentality because they keep us stuck in the past and um, they encourage us to blame ourselves and to blame others. So moving towards being the learner. We then, uh, Friday evening, talked about acceptance as a guiding principle. So that's really important for me uh, and that's something that has assisted me on my journey. Accepting where we are at in life uh, can really help us to move forward. Uh, we also, Friday evening, talked about grounding ourselves in the now. So the importance of being present in this moment, uh, letting go of past resentments uh, and past hurt and not looking too far into the future. Then a task that participants were given Friday evening, um, they could either choose to do it Friday evening or Saturday morning, um, was to write a letter to their six-year-old self. So this was part of uh, grounding ourselves in the now, but also uh, healing our inner child, which was the next lesson uh, for Saturday morning. So it was a bit of a difficult task to sit down and write a letter to yourself, uh, your little child, your inner child, and ask participants to pick a time where that little child may have felt that they weren't being supported. So it was about you as an adult writing a letter to yourself as a small child and providing that yourself with that support. We then Saturday morning moved on to healing and nurturing our inner child. So just developing that understanding that a lot of our emotional difficulties, our triggers as adults, uh, come from unmet needs, 
um, needs that weren't met when we were a child. So for example, someone who may have abandonment issues as an adult, um, those issues um, or that trigger may have come out of um, a childhood trauma or an experience perhaps um, you know they had a parent that left. So it's not always the case uh, that these unmet child needs or traumas can go on to cause issues in adulthood but the theory behind the inner child is that um, yeah our difficulties today as adults come um, from childhood traumas and, and uh, unmet needs in childhood. So that was quite a difficult task for participants. We also did a bit of a meditation um, around uh, letting go of our inner child. So there were some tears from participants and even some tears from myself. I've got my own childhood trauma, but I think it was necessary and the feedback I got back from participants was that it was necessary um, to assist them to sort of let go and even to understand um, why they behave the way they do these days. Um, as an adult um, and just to be kind to themselves and, and some of the participants even said it's made them more mindful of their own parenting now um, and you know the way that they are with their children and perhaps um, it will help them in their relationship with their child now. We then moved on to letting go of the pain body which is kind of an extension um, of the inner child so this idea that we can be very stuck um, emotionally if we are carrying past pain um, and that we can identify with that pain um, within. So it's this idea Eckhart Tolle talks about if we, if our pain is not resolved at the time that it happens, it then goes on to be carried and it's known as the pain body and that can be triggered um, by future events. So just learning to be aware of that. All of this is around awareness. Lesson six, um, which was leading us into Saturday afternoon was letting go of guilt. So as mothers, we carry so much guilt. And as women, not just as mothers, as women, we carry so much guilt. A lot of us are conditioned to carry guilt. So just learning how to let go of that guilt, make peace with that guilt, um, and learning to look after ourselves. Letting go of internal fear. So this idea that you know fear is important, but a lot of our fears are internal they're in our mind. So uh, we discussed this, we, we did some learning around this, but we also wrote our fears on a rock um, and uh, in word format, or we drew a picture on a rock. Um, and the following day on the Sunday, we threw those rocks um, off into the bush. So it was this activity of letting go of fear. Lesson eight, um, releasing old agreements so this idea of uh, as women that we have lots of old agreements that um, really have been carried down you know generation to generation so examples you know that women should be mothers women should be at home um, you know women need to behave a certain way or women can't uh, play particular sports or um, you know can't engage in particular roles or um, jobs so just really challenging some of those gender stereotypes and seeing where they've come from um, we then went on to talk about releasing limiting beliefs so a lot of our limiting beliefs come from old conditioning and just exploring those we wrote down what our limiting beliefs were and we burnt them in the fire 
So that was sort of Saturday during the day done. Um, we then Saturday night went on uh, after dinner to just do something very light because it was a really heavy day with the inner child stuff, the pain body stuff, talking about fear and guilt. Uh, so Saturday night after dinner, we just did um, some lovely education on gratitude, how to practice gratitude. Um, and we did a bit of a gratitude meditation as well. Sunday, we moved on to sitting in abundance. So that was lesson 11. That was just following on from the practice of gratitude, how we can manifest and lead an abundant life, whatever abundance looks like for you. It doesn't necessarily have to be about money or success. Abundance might be happiness. Uh, lesson 12 was the practice of self-compassion and embracing self-love. So many of us as women, we don't... Uh, practice that self-compassion we're not kind to ourselves we spend so much time nurturing others so we talked about ways that we can uh, practice self-compassion and self-love and we did a lovely self-compassion meditation then the afternoon saw us talking about committing to I am good enough um, you know just looking at that we we do measure up and and um, just around building up that confidence um, and having that self-belief and not, I suppose, not seeking that outside validation, just looking at how we can really just measure up within ourselves. Lesson 14 was claiming your inner strength. So how to feel empowered, how to find that strong woman. You know, we talked about the idea that as little girls, you know, we will, we'll, we'll do anything we'll run we'll jump we'll we'll perform we'll dance but somewhere along the way we lose that inner strength so just we just talked about finding that again and then the final lesson for the day uh for the weekend was build your divine feminine power so really just bringing it all together and how we can work together as women to uh build that you know divine feminine to, and just to embrace everything there is about being a woman but also just to let go of guilt and learn to put ourselves first uh, and um, really just that focus on uh, empowering ourselves to be the best we can be as women. So the weekend was punctuated um, with uh, lots of downtime which is good so there was uh, a few hours here and there for women to go off and look after themselves, whether they went for a bit of a walk or had a bath or just really sat together and enjoyed each other's company. Um, we had the lovely Tanya cooking us meals. So Tanya is a friend of mine. She's also a counsellor. Um, so she was cooking us some beautiful meals, kept our bellies filled, full, filled, but she also um, you know, spent some time connecting with the women as well. So it was a great weekend. I couldn't have visualised a better weekend if I'd tried. Um, there was only six participants, obviously, from a business perspective. It would be great to have um, a few more, but I think six was lovely. I mean, we could have had eight. Eight would have been fine as well, but six was, it was lovely. It was really intimate. And look, I guess as a holistic practitioner, I've always known the value and the importance of you know, people coming together and connecting, uh, particularly people who um, are like-minded. Um, but I've never seen it in action the way I witnessed it on retreat. So I set the ground rules really early. I said to the ladies, 
um, in the first half hour of the retreat that um, it was to be a space of non-judgment, of confidentiality, um, of acceptance and of gratitude and of love and of compassion. So I think participants really took that on board um, and it really was a safe, comforting place for women and they really connected. Um, so now that I've seen that therapeutic tool in action, you know, I was aware of it, but I just have never seen it the way I saw it on retreat. The next retreat is really going to have a strong focus on women supporting women. Um, so look, it, it went so incredibly well and uh, I got as much out of it as the women did and I got a lot of great feedback from the girls that they had a fantastic time um, that they felt they learn a lot uh, to help them move forward so I have announced a second retreat at the end of Feb um, it's going to be the summer retreat so it's at the end of summer sort of heading into um, autumn it's going to be uh, in Rye Victoria um, so I'm really excited to be doing it all again. Um, it will be similar to the spring retreat. Um, so a lot of the same lessons. Um, I will kind of rejig it a little bit. I always come up with lots of new and interesting ideas after I teach a course or a workshop, uh, ways that I can improve or build on. So I've already got some great ideas just for, I suppose, tidying things up a little bit and things that worked or things that didn't, maybe some different activity ideas. Um, you know, a bit more group work, just bringing the women together to bond and um, just encouraging that, that group work and that group therapy. Um, I have uh, a girlfriend who has offered her services. She's a masseuse, so she's coming along to provide massage. I've got Tanya on board again, uh, cooking for us and supporting us. So I'm really excited to be doing it all again. I love this work. Um, it really lights my fire and I'm so excited uh, to be sharing this retreat experience with uh, another six to eight lovely ladies again. So head over to my Divine Feminine Facebook page. I think it's Divine Feminine Retreat and Workshops. Um, the event is listed there. If you would like uh, to be part of that, please uh, get in touch. Um, everyone is entitled to um, a GP mental health care plan, so that can give you some um, fee relief. Um, you can get a discounted fee uh, with a GP mental health care plan. So you'll need to pay the fee up front, but a GP mental health care plan will give you a significant rebate of between. Uh, 190 and $304. So it's definitely worth heading along to your GP and um, accessing a referral and that will give you some help to pay for the, um, the course fee. Um, I also have payment plans, so that's an option as well. Um, they are interest-free payment plans, so if you would like um, to have the cost of the retreat um, broken down just to help you out a little bit, um, that's an option as well. So thanks for stopping by to listen to today's episode on my Divine Feminine Retreat. Uh, as you can here it's something that I'm really passionate about something that I really enjoy delivering 
So if you have learnt something or found today helpful or uh, insightful, please feel free to share this episode with someone else. You never know, it just might help or even enlighten someone else. And if you're listening via a podcast that allows you to leave a review, please consider leaving a few kind words and hitting those star buttons. And until next time, may you have peace in your thoughts and your hearts and share it with others. If for any reason you have found the content of today's podcast triggering or distressing in any way, please consider accessing some professional support. Australian mental health telephone support numbers are listed in the show notes. You've been listening to the Mindful Life podcast with your host, Marianne Eve, mental health social worker and mindfulness educator. If you'd like further information or you'd like to connect, feel free to make contact via Facebook or Instagram under the handle Mindful Life Podcast or via email mindfullifepodcast at gmail.com.